Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. Wonderful. Now. We're going to get into the word. I want to pray, and I pray that we never intended to share this word, but the Holy Spirit is doing something. We are preparing for the 27th, the Saturday, as a family retreat, and uh, we, we're going to, we are trusting the Holy Spirit. He's going to take us to the next step. We're going to hear and obey as a church, as a family. Wonderful. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will speak to us, son. I know you are speaking to us. So beautiful to hear all these testimonies, but... These are just a tip of an iceberg. There are greater things that you have in store for us and through us. We thank you and speak to us, Lord. Give us sensitive hearts and mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, uh, there was two Jewish fellows who were walking very sadly. And one was asking why you are walking sadly. And another said, my son became a Christian. And he looked at him and he said, it's funny you said that. My son too has become a Christian. So they both were walking. They don't know what to do. They went to the local rabbi and they said, Rabbi, we have a problem. What's your problem? Our sons have become Christian. Rabbi looked at these two Jewish guys and they said, it's funny you said that. My son too. So they both, all of three of them were confused. So they went to the, the priest in the local synagogue. And the priest asked, What's the problem, you fellows? Why are you guys so sad? The rabbi spoke for behalf of these Jewish guys. All of us have sons and they all become Christians. And the chief priest looked at him and said, It's funny you said that. My son too. So they don't know what to do. So they were in the synagogue. They all knelt down. They lifted up their hands and they say, Adonai, Yahweh. And the Yahweh said, What's the problem? All our sons have become Christian." Yahweh said, it's funny you said that. My son too. It's supposed to be a joke, you should be laughing. You know, God has one son and his name is Jesus. When you pray, coincidences happen. And this week we are, we are going to meditate on the third part of gathered for, the pur- for a purpose. Wonderful. Gathered for a purpose. And we're going to talk about evangelism. Because it's very important. There are some myths about evangelism that says it's hard to share, it's hard to know. It's just like what Brother Sunil was saying. It, you, you, it's supposed to, you are supposed to go to church on time, but there are things that God will interrupt your schedule. See, that's the thing I, I, I really feel in my heart. We are not meant to be program keepers. We are not, in, we are not called to, to introduce people to a program or to a policy. We are called to introduce people to your person. Amen? So, just a recap of what's going on. We saw these seven things the early church had, and we all know the seven things the early church was doing. Worship, word, communion, prayer and fasting, giving, evangelism, and discipleship. And we took last week to talk about evangelism. Sorry, discipleship. 
we talked about discipleship requires discipline it has to go into our cultures then societies then it transforms every area of our lives we talked about it and this week and last week we gave a couple of questions you know we talked about second chronicles 7:14 if my people repent that's us then there will be healing in the land but then we left off with a couple of questions here i don't know whether you wrote down i don't know what you've been thinking about this question the two questions are what's my garden that god has given to me to nurture and to influence and the second question what steps do i need to take to see god's fullest expression original design in my garden and we are not just going to ask this question talk about it and leave it this is life questions we need to ask because god has given everyone a garden so that this garden is a place where you are called to influence there are only two peoples in the world conformist and transformist conformist go with the flow transformist go against the flow you are either called to be influenced or influencers amen so this is where we left last week so evangelism this week evangelism again the best way to ev- explain evangelism is two things experience and expression say this with me experience i know some of you are fasting you are hungry you know experience expression he stanley jones says christianity is double faced experience and expression we are called to experience christ christ love we are called to express what he has done amen so how do we do this there are some misconception about evangelism witnessing it's so easy to be in the bubble but this bubble is a fake bubble this is not the reality this bubble will be popped by 11:15 you will be out after coffee or tea couple of cookies hi 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 fist bumps this bubble is broken you are back into your real world and that real world don't know jesus that real world is hurting world that real world does not know anything to do with love it's to do with hurt disappointment pain how are we going to deal with this this is the problem many people believe this witnessing is hard it's not easy and another number thing number 2 people believe witnessing to someone makes us to think we are stupid you don't go and interfere in someone's belief we are in a post modern culture that means your truth is not my truth your truth is relevant it's not it's not objective it's subjective ever heard, heard that thing you know it's true for you but not for me you talk about jesus people are like yeah i know i was talking to one of the famous builders here one day we went and sat and we were looking for a piece of property and this guy professed to be a christian i told him about jesus and he said yeah all roads at the end of the day love brother he told me bro i don't want to tell this name and all. and i was like wow you call yourself a christian and it's you know this coating of love people just call everything is for k but that's where i'm not saying evangelism has to be thrusted in some people's throat but evangelism we're going to talk about how to witness it the best way to witness is your life you carry the message but we will get there okay so this is one of the thing right now political correctness is a sign that stupidity is contagious we want to be politically correct we don't want to say you know we don't want to be you know right now the us constitution is going to take out the gender you go to uh, the, the toys r us have you heard about the store called toys r us it's a famous kids store the kids store toys r us there's a famous kids store brother you've been there in states you might have seen that this kids store they're going to take out the gender no more female toys male toys and it's crazy isn't it now you can't even address few things now one of the books 
I wrote, uh, we put together all the parables that we, we learned in the, in the life group. We put together a book and the OM is printing it. So I sent that book to one of my editors who lives in States. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. And she was editing it. And she said to me, one of the things she said, is this, audi- is this for Indian audience or for Western audience? I said, both. She said, you have to change some way you say things. Because if you say certain things, it's going to be politically incorrect. Then you're going to lose those audience. I said, truth has to be spoken. You understand? Truth, before it sets people free, it makes you miserable. Imagine you go to your doctor. I mean, you're all doctors. Imagine you go and you give only the nice part. Nobody wants to hear. You have to tell the truth to address the situation. So, Billy Graham said this, our society strives to avoid any possibility to offend anyone except God. Today we are in that place. We don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to offend any culture. We don't want to offend any people group. We just want to be so politically correct. What's the end of it? We will be just church swappers. We will not be church, you know, transformers, nation transformers. We will be church swappers. You will be coming to church. One day you will not like it. Anything I say or something you do will tip you off. You will go to another place. That's what is happening. Church swapping is happening. There is not a great harvest is happening. You know, 150 years, Christianity is in the city. At least 120 years, 110 years, CMC is here. Wuri's College, close to 100 years. You have a Christian influence of more than 120 years. Last night, there were millions of people. They are going to plunder the graveyard. It's called Mayana Kollai. Plundering of graveyard. So I have to ask myself this question. What has the gospel done to the city? It has, it has brought transformation or it has brought a club, elite club. You come here, CSI, CNI. I'm from a Pentecostal background. If there is any CSI, I, 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 what I'm going to share, it's not any offense. You know, I grew up, Pentecostals were up there. And the CSI, they told me, Church of South India, Church of North India. Criminals of South India and criminals of North India. That's what I was told. But then I found out in Pentecostals there are more criminals. <laughs> You know, so if you are from the CSI, CNI, I apologize for this joke, but it's this reality. We blame one another and we swap one another. We say, you come to our church, it will be more spirit-filled, more word-filled. But we are swapping church. Still, 800,000 in the city still have not reached. You, you get my point? So we have to ask these tough questions. Now, God has told us that we have to approve, has not told us that we have to approve everyone's belief, choice and actions, but he has told us to love everyone. And this is the problem. When we say, when we say, we have to love everyone means we have to approve of everything of their belief. You can still say, I disagree with your lifestyle choice, but I still love you. Just one example, Jesus. Who is equal to Jesus? No one. But look at all those guys that he chose. Have you seen the newly released version, the chosen. How many of you seen chosen? Just one, two, three, four, five. Rest of you, please download. It's free. The way he chooses, the way he chooses Matthew. Have you seen that place? He chooses Matthew and Peter goes and says, come on, how could you choose him? And Jesus says, get used to different. It's not in the Bible, but you see, get the context. Get used to the different. And But this is so crazy. But exactly. My friends, we have to go beyond our cultural uh, denomination and see the heart and mind of people. Now, 
we have to address the problem before we address the solution. This is the thing. We have a contrast. This is what Reinhard Bonker says. I'm going to read it up there. Jesus did not come into this world to make life more bearable. He doesn't bring soft mattresses for a pleasant sleep inside the prison of sin, nor give cell walls a fresh coat of paint. He said, I have come to set the captives free. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is not reformation or renovation or decoration. It's liberation. Can we say this? The gospel of Lord Jesus Christ is not reformation, renovation or decoration. It's liberation. It's not an accessory. Whatever you're doing, keep doing. Just add Jesus into your, you know. It's not one of those accessory. It has a transforming power. Jesus breaks every chain, including the chain in the brain. Now, let's look at how Jesus called and look at how the church, the religious institution calls. Okay, it's just a little difference. It's going to go quickly because we're going to get into the point. Jesus says, carry their cross and follow. All of us has to carry the cross and follow. Please take notes or take pictures so that it will help you. What the church says, we call them to have fun in his name. Name and claim. Come to Jesus. Everything will be fine. Have you heard that? Anybody heard that? Come to Jesus. All will be fine. How many of you know come to Jesus, more problems comes? <laughs> then why do we say that? Because we, we think, we give a soap-coated gospel, somehow people will buy into this. You can't go to Jeff Bozos, the richest man in the whole world, and tell him, come to Jesus, all problem will be saved. You will be blessed. He's the most richest person. Probably the phone that you bought is on Amazon in his market. You understand? So we call them to have fun. Cool, clever, cute doctrine. He calls to forsake the world. What we say? We assure them that if you accept Jesus, world is at their feet. That's what we do. Come to Jesus. You are going to reign with him. Most of, listen, this is going to hurt some of your bubble. I'm sorry, I'm here to pop your bubbles. Listen, most of Jesus' teaching is primarily addressed to the spirit. We are a spirit being. It also touches the physical area, but he is more concerned. Hello? Yes? He's more concerned about that. He calls to forsake the world. He said, Follow me and don't expect it to be easy. He said that. Follow me and don't expect it to be easy. What do we say? Follow, come and enjoy all the comforts of the modern civilization. We talked about promotion. Do God is interested in promotion? Yes. Do God interested in healing? Yes. Is God interested in bringing breakthrough? Yes. Is God interested in giving you your best, best life partner? Yes. But that's not the end goal. What is the end goal? Christ becomes all in all, sufficient in all in all. You may never get those things, but Christ becomes all. But we don't preach that. It's too hard because you have to give something. Does it make sense? Kapish? Yes? Look at this. Jesus calls them to renounce yourself and die. Today, the Christianity we preach or we live, it's not the renouncing or dying. It's all about me. I am on the throne. How much I'm going to get? We are the superstar and celebrities. Today, so how many Christian celebrities you have? And that's why when a Christian celebrity falls, people are so scared, like wondering. You know, for days I was crying when one of my spiritual heroes fell. What I read, I don't want to mention anyone's name. For days, and my Eunice, she's the witness, she would shake me. It's like, what's going on? For days, I would be crying, I would be sobbing. i like, what happened? Because not even, at least three times a week, I, would, I used to listen to him. 
and it's it's challenging but at the end of the day the holy spirit spoke to me it's not where you are at up there it's are you staying connected to my presence every single day are you being vulnerable are you being open are you being willing to be corrected this is important guys you know today we are celebrity cultures he calls them to holiness holiness is not something you do it's a lifestyle we call them to have a cheap trashy junky cheesy tasteless happiness in the name of cheap grace we call it cheap grace grace covers it sleeping with your girlfriend no problem grace of god covers you lie no problem grace of god cheating on your taxes no problem grace of god hello is silent right makes sense now he calls them to take risk we call them to claim the promises for your comfort he calls them to take risk he says son of man has no place to lay his head today we say you claim it today they say you know if you have drive a good car it's a sign that god's hand is upon you have you heard that thing and sometimes you believe that i believed that junk one little boy went and said mama i need a bicycle and mama said you pray he turned the tv on he started praying the pastor prayed not my will your will be done so he started praying not my will your will be done one week he prayed no bicycle came he went back to his mom i need my bicycle mama said keep praying he said something wrong with his prayer he flipped the other channel that pastor was praying i claim it so he thought maybe we should claim it so he started claiming i claim the bicycle i claim this hero bicycle with this mountain gears four types of you know all those things he claimed one week nothing answered he got so frustrated went back to his mama mama i need my bike mama said i'm not giving you pray he found his own idea he saw in the kitchen counter a statue of mary he grabbed that mary went into this room closed the curtains put under the mary in the bed and he kneeled down he said jesus if you want to see your mother again this is what it is it is right now we come up with solutions that we think whatever comfort we receive it's a sign god has blessed us it's not true it's it's not true okay now is god interested in your comfort he's our daddy yes he is interested hello are you interested in the comfort of your kids uh, brother it depends you need healing <laughs> every father is interested for the comfort of their kids our daddy is more interested but that's not the end goal he calls us to obey we call them do it as they feel good this is the reality that's why the gospel is not effective if you preach this you preach this list what is this list this list does not produce anything requires of you you are still in the center of this list not christ now let's go this is the solution he is the reason now you are the reason christ is your helper can you see the difference who is the reason you're following jesus not you feel good he is the reason you're following because he died for you now let's go how to be a witness to the world i've written down few points and we will practice this week we'll come back again the next week we'll share some testimonies now it starts with your personal journey what is your personal journey your personal journey is your lifestyle are you matching the talk are you living the talk are you preaching the life that you live it's your life is your witness matthew 5:16 says let your light so shine men may see your works that means the way you live 
the way you carry yourself the way you interact with opposite sex the way you live with the way you behave with the people who work under you that's the light men will see amen number 2 second corinthians 32 says you are an epistle a letter known and read by all men people say you are christian but you do this i have think i have showed you i shared this funny incident that happened one day i was crossing trying to enter the cmc gate my our car says jesus loves india in front of our car there was another guy his says his car says my presence shall go before you in front of that car one auto wala entered the auto wala says om sri raghavendra namaga so this auto wala with om sri raghavendra namaga hit my presence shall come before little scratch this guy who got from the my presence shall come before started speaking in tongues i cannot speak the tongues here and my our car says jesus loves india i wanted to hide that thing because he is speaking in a tongues that doesn't represent the jesus that loves india you, you understand this is where it is we are a letter known people say you say you are a christian the way you live you say you are a christian the way you take care of the stewarding the nation stewarding the property stewarding the the finances you know christians are not supposed to live in debt live in misery that again mean that does not mean prosperity creech it's a sign that it's one of those places that you are called to see a kingdom you're representing another kingdom titus 278 all things showing a pattern of good good works number 2 how to be a witness an attitude of joy a sample of happiness philippians 44 says rejoice in the lord always it's a very familiar verse in in message version it says celebrate god all day joy is very contagious guys do you know that just like joy is contagious misery is also contagious that's why the people who are in misery will always attract the other ones who are in misery the gossipers will attack other gossipers do you know that it's easy pastor is good but that's the gossip spirit always so joy is contagious your joy is not the absence of problem joy is the presence of god in the midst of problem amen it's tough i tell you this i told my brother sunil i said this week it's been a hardest week coming every day trying to find a home yunus is probably the only white girl in the village where we live and she, when she goes out for buying small snack everybody is looking and talking and all this she feels so very overwhelming but you know what we don't want to lose the presence of god the joy of god is not the absence of problem it's the presence of god in the midst of challenges is your joy evitable is is a joy evidence it's evident enough to be seen by others say this pastor this brother this sister has so many challenges but still the way he carries she carries reveals the kingdom amen number 3 win people not a argument we are taught i don't know about you i was taught to tell the truth no matter the cost you slain people along the way doesn't matter you have to tell the truth make sure that you win the argument not the people first thessalonians 7 8 of verse chapter 1 you become a model an example to all believers in macedonia now this is paul writing paul is saying to this church again thessalonia it's a pagan pagan city like ephesians corinth all those are pagan places and he's writing and he's saying you are the model now if paul has to write to india he has to say you are the model like the people other other cultures so you you are me or the model you are inside this culture romans 1 says you know it gives you a big exhaustive list of all those things that people do and they say you are such men once upon a time but god healed you 
so we didn't come with saying like we are so healed and restored we are perfect with no flaw no we are carrying our own challenges but then we are vulnerable to say you know what christ is the answer amen now second timothy 2:23 to 24 stay away from all foolish arguments of the immature of for these disputes will only generate more conflict the servant of the lord must not strive but be gentle i have learned this but not in a easy way but in a hard way if i get into a conversation talking about jesus salvation kingdom and it goes into a place of comparing and it's throwing mud at one another i would rather lose that thing i don't want to get inside why because if you throw mud first of all your hands going to get dirty and you want to dirty others and that is not a way to witness sometimes we want to prove ourselves right titus 3 to this is my favorite verse says never tear down anyone with words or quarrel hating one another never tear down and this happens even in the church that's the sad part denominational tearing down you don't speak in tongues second class citizen you speak in tongues good you remove all the jewels very good zion is waiting for you you wearing all the jewels sarana stores is waiting for you we compare it's if you can understand what i'm saying it's it's like so many gossips inside us hating one another rivaling and it's horrible how could we witness ask this question more than 120 years christian presence is here in the city still there is only church swappers not radical transformation happening why maybe we are presenting a different gospel maybe this gospel is not relevant to the the people who are living now present the whole gospel this is very important this is the fourth thing and this is where it gets a little bit going i'm going to pop your bubble because listen i wrote down here lead them to christ not just what christ can offer lead them to christ can we read this one more time together at the screen lead them to christ come on one more time lead them to christ not just what christ can offer now what christ can offer there are five things christ can offer is in isaiah 61 it's one of my prayer you know it's one of my favorite verses but these five things has become five important uh, ways of uh, doctrines i'll show this to you in a minute prosperity gospel the spirit of the lord is upon me he has get, preached the good news to the poor how many of you believe that yes i do believe that but good news does not mean promotion good news does not mean cancellation of debts it does include it does touch those areas prosperity gospel come everything will be fine no prosperity gospel is not the whole gospel full gospel is christ is the full gospel thus do christ touches your area of finances like what sister mannath shared yes but that's not the end now second one signs and wonders are not the whole gospel again is christ in, involved in signs and wonders yes jesus acts 1038 i set my alarm every day to pray acts 1038 god anointed jesus of nazareth and he went around throughout all judea and jerusalem healing all those who are on the tyranny of devil and god was with him are we praying for miracles to happen yes are you praying for signs and wonders yes we are praying the securities wife got delivered it's and and the guy who gives witness is not even a christian he says to another guy come just like his wife got delivered your family will be blessed but is that brought him to the christ how you know let's ask this question 
no people group has witnessed more miracles than the children of Israel in the desert. Yes or no? The Bible says their shoes were not torn for 40 years. I want to have that anointing because I am tired of buying shoes for my wife. Arnab, I understand your pain. Yes, brother? Yeah? No, okay. <laughs> it's opposite. I wish that miracle happens to my wife. The shoes were never torn 40 years. That means I buy, I bought shoe for her in 2010 and we are married for 50 years. I no need to buy shoe again. What a miracle, no? I mean, you want to see that miracle happen in your life? I want to see that miracle. But you know what? The Bible says it happened. They never had to. That too, they walked in desert. Signs and wonders. How many of them entered into the promised land? Joshua and Caleb. The rest, the Bible says, they died in the desert. The ones who witnessed. When you want water, you have to call the guy to bring a can. All the guy needs their leader to tap a rock, water comes. You wanted to call fresh home to deliver your meat. All they need to get out, manna falls. They experienced everything. But still two people entered the promised land. Third one, get saved, get busy. This is where I grew up in Waivam. Most of the culture, this gospel is get saved, get busy. You have to be busy now. The work, Jesus is coming soon. Go, get work. It's works based. Make sure you do this thing. You are a Christian. You are not sharing the gospel. Shame on you. Get saved, get busy. Gospel. Number four, salvation only gospel. Just make sure. They pronounce the name of Jesus, then you'll be saved. If according to all the missionaries who came, all the evangelists who came to India, and their reports have gone back to their country, if based on their reports, India has already reached. India has already saved. And then we have more than two more billion people because their numbers all adds up more than a billion people. But still, Christianity is less than 5%. What's the point? People receive Jesus in their hearts, but that's it. It's, it's like that soil, the seed on the rough ground, on the stony, on the, you know, remember the story? And that's the problem. Salvation only gospel. We ask them to repeat, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I give my, is, is, I'm not saying it's not wrong. It's not, it's not right. I'm saying it's okay to do that. But that's not the whole gospel. We kind of feel good about it. Oh, somebody prayed a salvation prayer. But it has to grow. He has to pick up the cross. She has to pick up the cross and follow. Number five, and this is a big thing right now, social justice gospel. As a church, are you involved in any social service? If you're not involved, shame on you. you are, you're just becoming bloating yourself. You know, in, during the pandemic, this small little congregation, handful of people, served thousands and thousands of food packets to the city. And somebody sent me a photocopy of a newspaper editing that the church, they put our name in the church. We didn't want to go for those things. But somebody wrote about what happened in Papa's house along with another trust that joined and worked. Small congregation like us. You know, our, our monthly income before, uh, before the shutdown was 45 to 50,000. After the shutdown, it came down. But that was, our, with that, we could release thousands and thousands but that's not it that's not it a lot of people received it but just doing that does not mean you know in fact there are lots of non-christian organizations doing better than better job than us 
so social justice is god involved in interested in setting the captives free yes is god interested in binding the broken hearted yes but that's not the whole gospel so present the whole gospel what is the whole gospel jesus present christ tell them that sometimes life is hard i tell them good pe- things happen to bad people bad things happens to good people we live in a fallen world everything is a mess since the day adam fell from the glory of god the mind the culture of god everything is in creation it's in it's in a mess that's why romans 1 says the creation longs the groans to be restored share the whole gospel don't pretend if they don't want to embrace it it's fine but you have done sharing the whole gospel amen i would rather preach the whole gospel and they choose it rather than somebody comes in the name of prosperity and then they get disappointed and they get hurt and go and a lot of people have left like that because they have received only one gospel signs and wonders they have seen their headache healed but then the other thing didn't get healed and then they leave now how do we do this where to witness and it's going to go quick please don't it down or take uh, in your own house you don't need to put it on the stage in your own home acts chapter 28 30 31 we don't have time to read all the scriptures there are 15 points here i'm going to go quick you know just mark down the verses and read it this is in the book of acts i we did a little bit of study before i shared this this is what it says you know paul stayed rented his own house and welcomed all who came in welcome tell them i make the best palambuli kerala palambuli you know palambuli is that palambuli yeah that's my first as i entered kerala border the first thing i do is stop chaya and palambuli cheta this something that i i love it i mean i have to stay one or two because my police is watching this more palambuli means you know what so invite them bring them say hey i can make the best bamboo naga dish my brother cheni makes invite them you know share in your own house in every house you go to every house you can share the gospel witness day after day temple courts from house to house that means you go you go you go you know to leave something then ask the holy spirit boom like this this morning we heard the story i am about to leave to church but i felt an urge do you know walkey patti pesala vyadhi patti pesna now walkey patti just a little thought seed boom number 3 from from house to house acts 3 20 20 number 4 in schools universities and lecture halls paul did this some of them became obstinate they refused to believe and publicly maligned the way so paul left them he took the disciples with them and he has discussion daily in the hall of tyrannus he went on for 2 years so all the jews and greeks who lived in the province of asia heard the word of god you are having a tea break having a coffee a puffs use that opportunity to share the gospel you don't need to wait for sunday you don't need to wait in marketplaces in cars buses trains planes chariots you know the story of philip the spirit told the philip to get on the chariot in the conversation it can happen just you know i'm say i was sitting in the cincinnati airport i think i told you the story sitting in the cincinnati airport about to check in 5 o'clock in the morning there's a big guy big at that time i didn't lose weight i was bigger and he when i go to america one thing consoles me i am not the most fattest person there are more people who have led a beautiful example than me you know so and i'm sitting there next to him and i was like wow he's huge holy spirit said he cares for you 
and i am like i don't want to share but i felt share and he started crying he said he was a he was a he was in a good job he fell down broke his ankle lost his job lost you know you, you know the insurance in in america is ridiculous or the medical stuff is blown out of proportion he became in debt he stays with his mom and his cat he lost his relationship everything and he was crying and he has got rods over all over his and and in the leg started praying for him everywhere you hear you obey you hear you obey you share the good news i remember i was sta- i was sitting in bujumbura airport it's the capital of uh, 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 burundi it's in central africa i preached in kenya i took my flight to bujumbura i was there early morning i was flying again to rwanda chigali airport and i was sitting there 5- 6 o'clock my flight 5:30 i checked in all my stuff sitting there opened my bible i was reading with my cup of coffee i looked around i was the only white guy in the airport and this one black guy 6 foot 2 he comes closer with his nigerian accent what are you doing i said to him i'm reading bible and then he said can i join you and then we read bible together and he started crying and he said for years i was so committed but now i am the executive chairman of flying in central asia central central africa i'm the executive chairman of of this organization he mentioned some some business and i'm so busy i don't have time to read instead i was praying lord fire him from the job <laughs> i didn't say it publicly inside i'm interceding you know when you pray like that when you look at this ferrari and you are saying in jesus name i cry out to you lord for this ferrari and you are praying in tongues the tongues when you pray the spirit prays don't give him ferrari give him toyota qualis now that's what so he started that's the thing anywhere everywhere you can pray on boats in church there are people who come to church who don't know jesus pick an opportunity you know in the car in the in shiva shiva encountered the love of jesus like never before during pandemic he lost his job he was working for toyota they fired him no job nothing every month from your tithes and offering that little we received during the lockdown we gave him rice bag prayed for him he used cry encounter jesus when he gave birth to his daughter we were there praying but still his heart is hardened we want to keep praying the love of jesus will come in different racial neighborhoods jesus talks with a samaritan woman you know the story sometimes you are so comfortable ask yourself this question in my circle how many non christians are there if there is none then what you have done is you have made a circle that is comfortable only for you in streets lanes and highway hedges in all over the city in prison in court we don't have time in wilderness everywhere acts 8:4 everywhere those who have been scattered preach the word wherever they went amen what is your and my excuse none we can preach the gospel amen now before you preach the gospel there are few action steps you need to do i wrote down here first pray for open doors pray for open doors pray god pray for this person pick one person write down in your prayer diary and pray for that person god it's not by power not by might it's by your spirit touch them it's not convincing them it's convicting by the holy spirit you don't need to convince them please accept the gospel brother i don't want you to see naragathula poi aliyirad vida paralogathula irukalam no need to convince them conviction is going to transform now pray for boldness to share you pray for 
Open doors, pray for boldness. Number three, take a step of faith and share. Ask questions. Can I pray for you? Is there something wrong with you? How can I pray for you? Day before yesterday, I was with one of the lawyers because we were trying to get a loan on my personal name to finish the house. So I need a legal opinion. His name is Krishnamurti. You can pray for him. I know him for many years. So he's old. He's in his 70s. So after all this finished, he gave his opinion. I paid the fees. I stood up. The Holy Spirit said, ask him, can I pray for you? And I'm not exaggerating, adding any masala. I said, sir, can I pray for you? He put his hands like this. Please, I need your prayers. Right in there, started speaking life over him, introducing him to Jesus. I don't see the result, but my job is to introduce them to Christ. Amen? Pray. Pray. Take a step of faith. Get your hands. Don't get your hands muddied with comparing religion. That sometimes we do. In Hinduism, brother, you do this. In Islam, you do this. In Buddhism, you do this. Don't compare. Remember, Christianity is not a religion. Hello? It's not a religion. So if you get into their level, they will bring things like Spanish Inquisition. Many times when we talk about religion in the West, they bring in the name of religion, Spanish Inquisition. Have you heard about Spanish Inquisition? They killed millions of people. One, time, one, one hand sword, another hand Bible. So this hand with sword, they never wanted to be baptized. So they will baptize by lifting up this hand because this hand is going to kill. So they don't want to be baptized. That's how many people got baptized. So they will bring all those things. You don't want to get your hands muddied into this. And invite people to your person, not a program. Practice this week. And let's trust God for some breakthroughs. Amen.